wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Welcome to Assault City Circle Pit, everybody. It's me, your boy, Des Troy, everybody's least favorite podcast host of the worst podcast on the internet that you just can't help but come back to because you've made it all the way to this episode where I am interviewing a fantastic band from right here in the SLC. It makes me so proud to have them in my scene, Anonymous. So, uh, guys, let's go around and introduce ourselves, what we do for the band. And, you know, if you've got a fun catchphrase, highly encouraged on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's your boy Tyler Landis here, bassist. Of, <laughs> oh, that was just about to say Robert. Ex vocalist, Power Beer, and bassist of Anonymous. Nice. Who are you? A oh. silent burp. <laughs> oh, Mr. Burp. I haven't seen you in quite some time. Oh, there you go. That's There's a- his brother. <laughs> I'm not drinking fast enough. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I do. My name is Eric. I am a vocalist of not Power Beer. <laughs> but the current vocalist of anonymous yeah yeah power beer will be next month's episode but yeah. you know you guys good spirit i like it you know <laughs> nice one oneness with the scene i really appreciate it so you're the vocalist of anonymous also the creator of anonymous the yeah. creator he is He's the, the god of anonymous it is his brain baby um and who sir is this nice uh astrally projected <laughs> young man <laughs> He's uh, not stoned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Ethan Vihar, guitarist for Anonymous and power drillist for Ass Eats Foot. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh fuck Shit. that makes me so happy that power drillist is a an instrument you brought in but we're gonna talk yeah. about assy's foot guitar. in a minute here um, and guitar he's also the baby yeah oh, the bloody baby nice bloody baby i love it um <laughs> so we're gonna get into assy's foot but uh right now uh real quick i want to talk about your band anonymous i want to know Everything I can get to know. So, um, I'd like to go around, just like we just did, but uh, I want to hear about your former projects, things that you did before Anonymous and how you came to be in Anonymous. Uh, Really, I just want to know the story of it from your perspective. So, uh, let's go to Tyler. All righty. Well, before Anonymous, you know, I was a vocalist for Power Bear. Really good run. Fucking great music, (laughs) by the way. I I have that uh, CD. Oof, girl. Yeah, man, mm. I still today I get people hitting me up left and right like, dude, I love this album. I'm like, thank you, man. We, we put our heart and soul into that, man. And even, even if though I'm not with them no more, I still support them 100%, you know? Hell yeah. yeah that's what great, great band, and I, I, I wish to hear another record come from them. I, I hope so. Um, I talk to Preston every once in a while. Uh, he's the only member I really know, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds like they might be doing something. I don't know. We were talking. Uh, what I was hearing is uh, Skid was uh, they, they recruited him for vocalists, and I was like, wow, I didn't know he did vocals. That's awesome. I so, I'm excited to hear it. No idea, but I'm sure we'll find out on a later episode of Assault City Circle Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. Uh, <laughs> so. You were in Power Beer, and have you done anything before Power Beer? Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, how many projects? I can't really number. Um, 
Uh, one before that was uh, uh, Angry Streets, Kevin Kevin Timebomb, and uh, Tr- Trevor Bellacomo. Any relation to yeah. Tim Timebomb? I don't think so. Huh. I'm not well, sure. It's the last name that, you know... I but he was, it was real close. It was fitting for him because he was a time bomb. He was that a time did bomb. eventually go off. Yeah, rest in peace to that guy. You know, oh, he was a good guy, shit. but he had rest some problems. Rest in peace. I did not know about that. Yeah. 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 He passed away a couple years ago, but Ooh. you know, he, he was struggling, but you know what? Maybe he's in a better place now, but uh, I was also in that band with uh, my good buddy, Matt. Mm. Yep. Yep. It was fun times. Then, uh, shit, I've had a little bit of projects between there and then me and Eric did our, uh, Crow Mag's cover thing we were doing for a while. That was fun. Ooh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I named it Medicine Head. Just ah, I love for it. whatever reason. <laughs> then you up there doing your New York accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was for uh yeah, it was for punk rock Halloween. And I've been wanting to do a Crow Mag set for a while. And then I just kind of Dude, I want to do a misfit set with all my heart and soul. A misfits? <laughs> Oh, a misfits set? I yeah. like it. Did you say misfits or misfits? I set? said misfits, but oh. misfits is better, especially if it's me and Eric. Because <laughs> but, uh, both, um, I like to spread it on my <laughs> bread. <laughs> but, uh. oh, fuck. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so how did you come to be? Um, well, anonymous? I think uh, Eric actually recruited me like, hey, man, we're looking for a bass player. I'm like, and at that time I wasn't doing anything. Well, except for the little Cro-Mags thing. Um, I think that's what squeezed, weaseled my way into Anonymous, you know. Um, hey, you know how those four strings work. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> At least I think I do. Well, yeah, he asked me to come and jam out with them and jamming for a while. It's been really fun. We did our EP with uh, Andy Patterson, the legendary Andy Patterson. You know, fun. Oh, yeah. About third, third or fourth time. we I, I personally recorded that guy. Man, I love him. It is... His whole vibe, his whole fucking, just how he runs the show there, man. Awesome. Awesome shit. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so, Eric, me and you have known each other quite some time. Oh, yeah. Um, I knew one of your first few bands. Uh, at least that's that's when I met you. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your history before and why you made Anonymous, my friend. Well, I'm going to go back to a bit of trivial history. This is for all the other ones. Um. Trivial history, good band. Yeah, the (laughs) the first show I ever played in which I was uh, performing in front of an audience, playing with a band, I was playing with Disengaged. Woo! Yep. All right. The the band that I was part of, I really don't care to remember. It was... (laughs) Hit list for a disc jockey. Yeah, it was a dumb name it was a dumb <laughs> band it was a deathcore band i was only part of it because well not a deathcore fan myself i was just itching to play live music so eventually i'm like i don't care what the type of music is i just want to play well that makes sense dude i've been there i have done that oh yeah. dude me too one of the first bands i ever started playing at battle the bands in high school uh, i was i was never a, a deathcore person but my buddy's like hey man we need a guitarist like really bad will you will you come just jam out this and just play the show with us i'm like hey man was I... he like cheech marin man that kind of sounded like you know, <laughs> he kind of handed you a doobie was roll with dog shit man <laughs> but uh yeah that was like my first introduction playing and yeah deathcore though not my cup of tea but you know what let everybody love what they love you know hey yeah. it, it happens man i've played in several genres that were bad but they were all by choice at least you played in the bad genre just because you needed to play <laughs> you didn't genuinely believe it was good and you had to find out later that it's not yeah pretty much <laughs> Ugh. 
God. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, first show ever. It was like a, it too was a bit of a battle of the bands competition thing. Winner gets uh, X amount of dollars to. <laughs> nice. <through> <laughs> Perfect. X amount of burp. <laughs> Yeah, that's what drinking does to you. You learn how to speak in different ways. And if there's, like, uh, if there's something we do cursive. here, it's drink. Uh, and yeah, that that band only played uh, two shows. The second show that I ever played, I got jumped because I flipped off some uh, asshole straight edge kid who uh, oh boy was act who was acting like a dickhead at the show. You know, yeah. and there were one of those. You know, hate edge kids. As oh, hard hardliners. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Total yeah. hardliners who uh, who only know the name Minor Threat. Oh boy. <laughs> Why does hardliners sound like uh, you know something you can get at an all dairy bakery? Right. It's like oh, you get <laughs> hard the hardliner. It's so Pure vegan. It's half cheese, half bread. <laughs> oh, actually, that sounds not bad. You just kind of bake a loaf of bread on top of a loaf of cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would buy that shit. I just talked myself into being that fat. All right. It's like a grilled cheese. It's like a grilled cheese loaf. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, that was a failed bit when I, in my head, it sounded better. But then I just made it good for myself. And I found a recipe that one day I'm going to try. There you go. Okay, so what you do is you take a loaf of bread, you put a piece of cheese in between every slice, you skewer the bitch and have it roasting like a rotisserie. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, girl. But Ooh. you have to wrap it in something to keep all that cheese Breading. goodness yeah, inside. Nice bread. Yeah. Just Ooh. give it a little, like, couple nice second bread fucking, give it a couple second, like, deep fry, and then put it over yeah. the rotisserie. That's Ooh. what I was thinking. Just deep fry the Yeah. Answer. That sounds pretty, pretty goddamn good, if you yeah. ask me. And I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't so, like how you said, mmm, when I said I'm hard. <laughs> um... So yeah, I was I was going somewhere with the whole hardline thing. That being like an exposure to uh, the heavier straight edge kids, I was thinking, oh well, that kind of threw me off of hardcore, you know, current hardcore, anything with the core suffix. Yeah. It just kind of threw me off, and I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. It's all about violence. But I eased my way back into it by, with the help of a friend, when we met, she wanted to get more into punk rock music, and I was. And I was starting to get more into hardcore music. So we just kind of swapped bands and she started bringing me to hardcore shows. I started taking her to punk shows and I've finally found a happy middle ground with a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of hardcore bands of which she introduced me. And one of the bands she showed me was a band called trial. And when I listened to trial, that's what implemented me to start having more heavy metal breakdown style stuff. in these punk songs that I wrote, uh, the first example of which would be the song Abandoned Existence. Ooh. If you listen to it, yeah, it's a punk song. Most of it is very punk rock. I very was fast. listening to a lot of like leftover crack and offspring and GBH and whatnot, just and just supplement it all into this one song. And then there's a breakdown in the end. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I listened to Trial. I liked the way this breakdown sounded, so I'm gonna put it in that song. And it Hell just yeah. went uphill from there. Hell yeah, dude. That sounds great. Yep. So, so yeah, it was a lot of, uh, it was just a lot of writing, a lot of uh, monastic obsession. Just Ooh, a, I love monastic obsession. Yeah. I saw them open for municipal waste in 85. Yeah. That one wasn't around at that time. <laughs> when you're making shit up, sometimes you have to exaggerate, okay? <laughs> um, so, Ethan, tell me about bands you may have been in before Anonymous and how you got to Anonymous. Well, I've ne- I haven't been uh, 
band before Anonymous, but I worked with this uh, great lady goes by the name of Destiny. Yeah. She's the she's the one who turned me back onto hardcore music, by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. So she has a hand in this uh, band's creation. Very lovely woman, yes. Oh, yeah. Nice lady. Uh, we worked together and became friends. And uh, I always liked the heavier music, more listening to the mainstream stuff before I knew destiny and eric but i played guitar since i was like 16 so been kind of uh yeah playing guitar since i was 16 and met destiny and she said yeah my uh buddy eric he has this band called anonymous and uh they need a guitarist so uh me and eric met up at the slipknot show and or it was slayer 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 show and uh schedule the time to meet everybody and just kind of jam and just been a part of the band ever since now after you got his number did you wait three days to call him (laughs) (laughs) Um, now i am a a i am very i am very tight-knit when it comes to this i wait an extra day because i believe if i go a step beyond he'll go a step beyond (laughs) <laughs> so you're saying what is this you guys owe each other oral or <laughs> or anal or how's it work no, what is what is it i didn't understand that i think you were trying to we're actually s- trying to swap teeth oh wow. that's gross why, <laughs> why would you do that you got invisalign man why would you do that i'll well, take that's your teeth exactly the you reason. can have mine. i have invisalign i don't want it anymore so i'm getting his teeth okay well that <laughs> Well, that's fun. I like that. Not even Invisalign. These are the pallets they give you when you're done with the Invisalign. They're essentially dentures. You have dentures? You know, no, I call them dentures, though. I'm really cool. I'm like, I don't want to call it the little pieces of plastic I put in my mouth. I call them the dentures. <laughs> or my teeth. And they live in a shit box. <laughs> Why a shit box? Because that box is a piece of shit. Well... All right, cool. Very self-explanatory. So, um, hey, pass me that. This? That. So this that I hold in my hand. Hear that? That's a sound. <laughs> you only know if you know, you know, old music. I just said, you know, like this. <laughs> if you are an analog if head, you know, like you some know. of us. You know, you know, you know, you know. Um, cassettes, man. This is a cassette uh, by Anonymous. It is fantastic. Eric, the name of this is? Undefined, unknown, unaffiliated. Ooh, and it is exactly that. Uninterested. Um, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that was me, but then I listened to it. Um, (laughs) But uh, it's heavy, man. I want to tell you, I I get really... Don't take this any uh, improper way. I know some people have their music tastes, but whatever. Uh, I get heavy, early Slipknot vibes only because it's not necessarily the sound. It's the vibe. If you listen to that first Slipknot album, oh, there yeah. is a rawness to oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know, they, are like they, they used to be like one of my favorite bands. You know, they, they, they're, yeah, they're really good. They Honestly, they still are yeah. mine, and that says something about my music taste, but fuck yeah. off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I... Uh, they're they're just so raw. They're so honest, and they're so there. Oh, yeah. They're in a moment. And watching yeah. you guys play live, and then you hear it on the tape, and it is just as raw, just as powerful, and just as honest um, as you know you guys live. 
It's amazing. Um, so yeah. I got to say, it's more like if uh, Slipknot had a punk band uh, side project, you know? So if you're going to please check out that album, everybody listening, because it's it's one of my favorite. It's a it's a demo. I'm sorry. It's a demo. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys made an interesting move. It's only available on Bandcamp and on tape. Why did you decide uh, tapes instead of CDs or vinyls or like Spotify stuff? Well, vinyls was a little bit out of my price range. <laughs> they are expensive as fuck. I've looked into it for my band and fuck. Yeah. I mean, I do. That is a goal. I do want to eventually have like a seven inch of this cassette because I, I fucking love seven inches. They're yeah, cool as yeah, shit. Yeah, we can probably a lot hit of up Pogadelphia. A lot of women love go. seven inches, and I just can't provide that. Okay? Okay? <laughs> Two-inch terror. She says it's a good size. Um, That's why it takes five people to make a seven-inch. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. Well, that... Even I, though I'm providing of six of those seven inches. <laughs> I know. Believe me, our wife... Wait. Sister wife for me, your wife, uh, has told me at great length about the great length. <laughs> Oh my god! She didn't mention the fact that it uh, yields a little to the left, does it? Uh, of course she did. Plus, I noticed <laughs> last time I was down there. Does like it do a little? Doesn't it do like a little roundabout? Yeah. Uh, no, he's it's a not shy guy. Yes. Why do you Flip think you? he's still wearing his hood? He's <laughs> <laughs> not that shy, dude. I mean, come on, I got to it. Like, and I'm a whore. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, um, I knew that. <laughs> in the words of Jesus Christ, my standards are low. <laughs> uh so tapes why tapes specifically now when i wanted to go for an analog thing i was like you know what tapes are making a bit of a comeback oh, and yeah. maybe i just wanted to be a little too literal when it came to demo tape yeah <laughs> so I, was, I love it i love that shit yeah that's great i don't know there's something about it, like the way I'm attracted to analog media. I got a shitload of records sitting on a shelf in my house. Oh, I have a dude, shitload yeah. of CDs and whatnot. Now I've just started getting into collecting cassettes again. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, who hasn't recently? Honestly, um, did you guys know that uh, vinyl outsold CDs the last two years? Yeah, you yeah, know, it's never really, really gone away. You it know? hasn't it's ever never gone, gone away. away, but it's never outsold CDs. As soon oh, as yeah. CDs came out on the market... Boom. I blame hipsters. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? Yeah, I, that's not I'm a bad totally thing. I'm totally cool with it because yeah. I love getting, like, I've got some of my favorite records on fucking record. Yeah, man. man. That's so cool. Um, I love that. And one day I hope to get records as well. So really it's just that you love analog. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I do too. This is a small portion of what the CDs I used to have. But <laughs> anyways, yeah. we won't talk about the sorrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a bit of a generational thing because us uh, generation Y-ers, the millennials. I was going to say, yeah, I'm a millennial, aren't I? Yeah, you are a millennial. We're millennials. I think I'm an X or Generation X. Nah, it's 97 considered. Now, X goes all the that? way up to like 1980 oh. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the generation things are. I should probably. I just don't. I care. mean, I just yeah. I was gonna say I don't really give a fuck what they want to say. I am. It's like cool. I'm cool with being whatever yeah. because I'm me. Yeah. 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 Original. A, yeah, it is a construct. Well, it won't go that far. <laughs> my, my band is, like, is compared yeah. to another band quite often. I'm trying to copy Lemmy's facial hair, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's not quite working. 
Uh, just so everyone knows, there's no testosterone in me. Oh. So, but the thing is, within that construct, we're like the generation that remembers a time before the pre-digital age when we still had to rent VHS tapes. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Oh, Blockbuster? Man. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Blockbuster was the shit. I hear there's still, like, one in the world. And I want to go to it just it to is. go get, like, a Blockbuster shirt or something from the store. Go yeah. rent a tape and watch it in a yeah. hotel room. I don't give a fuck. That's it's up fun. in Oregon. <laughs> Oregon? Yeah. yeah. In this Start- little one-horse town. And Blockbuster is said horse. Let's <laughs> go to Oregon. Yeah. I'm so down. I'm so excited. Hell, yeah. Getting a lisp with this shit in my teeth. I don't like it. Take I'm it out. I'm like this. I did take it out. There's my teeth. Oh. <laughs> my bad. Um, all right. So everybody's been super affected by some little disease, some little virus. <laughs> and I just want to know, like, has that changed anything for you guys? Has it uh, impeded or helped you in any way? Because, I mean, it feels like, for my band at least, we didn't get to play any shows. We didn't get a tour this year, but we got a lot of writing done. We've got a lot of, you know, other think bands need to do other things besides tour, but touring is everyone's favorite thing. It's the bread and butter, and it's what mm-hmm. makes you your money. But I feel like we got a lot of positivity out of it. Did you guys, uh, you know, what happened this year as far as that went? Video games, a oh, lot yeah. of video games. <laughs> uh, dude, like, no, when I say a lot of video games, like I mean, I've I've gone overboard. Like, so you know, I get home from work. You know, uh, we haven't done too much practice recently, so I've spent maybe, uh, maybe six hundred bucks in video games this year, the last year. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's I got a problem. You gotta get that PlayStation <laughs> View. Shit. I, I went from fucking Stream buying a shit games. ton of games for Xbox and then fucking getting in this PC game in and shit like. Oh my god! Are you gonna Twitch stream or something? Um, yeah, so like, I, well, I'm gonna start doing that soon when I can get me a nice gaming PC because I'm running on this little little laptop. My girlfriend gave me a laptop and I fixed it up because it didn't work and it's got me to play some good games. I could play all the old classic Call of Duties, you know, and shit like that. So He's got fun. Hello Kitty yeah. Island Adventure. Oh fuck so, yeah, yeah, dude! I mod that so hard. He's got three games about World War One, and uh, you know what? He's not tired. So. No. <laughs> he just wears his helmet and goes dude if you wore your helmet in every single twitch stream that could be like your thing and oh yeah also patent pending you owe me money if that takes off <laughs> <laughs> um, you get five percent fuck yeah dude are you kidding me some of these twitch streamers make a lot of money dude you, yeah you could not have to work anymore and i could have like a couple hundred bucks every week hell you know, that's yeah cool for me so uh i'll take it it's on record right here on assault city we're making deals on Assault yeah. City, in the scene. Business. Business. Um, so, uh, I'll write reviews for it. What, do you, what have you been up to there, Eric? We know that Tyler is starting a new Twitch career and is going to be the greatest professional gamer. <laughs> Markiplier number two. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's something else. In sort of the same vein, uh, my girlfriend, Shawnee, and I, we've been making it a bit of a weekly thing to go over to her brother's apartment, who is an avid gamer mm-hmm. and he's got this huge tv the almost the size of his wall nice and cool. we just sit and we sit there he plays video games and we like to join in it just really depends on the game because i'm not a gamer i don't know half the shit that he's talking about i just hit buttons and move somewhere <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun that's a uh, so i kind of got introduced into the new gaming world playing shit on his uh, pc and going into Mulling over into the Xbox series. 
So yeah, I'm. St- I still don't know what the fuck I'm talking. You gotta about. learn the ways <laughs> before what, Luke. How, how has uh, the pandemic been for you, man? Because that's uh, you know, quarantine's a son of a bitch, and some people here have had some other traumatic experiences in the middle of quarantine. <laughs> oh, Great yeah. time to be in a hospital, by the way. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I know. I got addicted to masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not the affliction I was talking about. <laughs> that chair's all... looking real good. Mm-hmm. What? I hear that touching your head is a way to uh, relieve the stress. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we talked about it a little bit on the live stream before the show. You can find that on uh, the Assault City Circle Pit Facebook but uh, what happened, bro? Tell us about your skateboardy accident. The skateboardy accident. So in uh, this was, I remember the date. It was March 14th, day after Friday the 13th. Dude, Pi Day. <laughs> yeah, Pi Day. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, man, Pi Day. It ruins Pi Day. Yeah, it ruined my Pi Day. Oh. But now Saturday the 14th has become my, the alleged Friday the 13th. For me. <laughs> and I think the, the day of reckoning. Be, yeah. Because it was a leap year, you know, mm. it just got delayed. <laughs> that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was Saturday the 14th. Me and uh, four or five other people, we decided, dude, let's do the shotgun hill bomb, which is where you go down the hill on a skateboard. You drag a can. It was Paps Blue Ribbon. You drag a can of Paps while you're going down the hill on the street. And then... When it breaks, you chug it and start nice. shotgunning it. And you try to, the goal is to try and shotgun and finish the beer before you reach the bottom of the hill. Um, and this is told to me through uh, secondhand people, people who witnessed it. I got to the bottom of the hill. I had lost my beer can and my blunt, put bluntly, my head made a relationship with the ground. <laughs> Oh yeah! So there were some relations. <laughs> there were some relations, and they who did was not top? end well? <laughs> who was who was the guy? Yeah, who was who was the dom? Who? Yeah, who like mastered? Did you. are you? So you're saying that you lost in I that was, one? I lost on that one because the master was God. <laughs> <laughs> he that, smited you real hard. Oh the, yeah. The point in this is you did learn a very powerful lesson because you're very lucky. I mean, when I saw. Uh-huh. Uh, that fucking Frankenstein scar you have on your fucking fi- <laughs> the top of your head. I was like, I oh my God, is he okay? Yeah, you know what's I- fucked up about that is like, I left his house like maybe an hour or two before that happened. And then I found out, I found out that night from Shawnee. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a crazy, like, I didn't know that that's honestly a kind of head injury you could survive. But not only have you survived it. I mean, I don't see you every day. You know, I'm not your best friend. I'm just your husband. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't notice a whole lot of differences. We, uh, you know, post brain injury, you are so there. You're so fucking. You're still smart and witty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is miraculous that you you survived that. Yeah, you, know, you got to be grateful for those kind of things. Oh, absolutely, I'm grateful. The fact that I was able to come out of it, still being able to walk and talk by itself, and Oh, but there was something else I was trying to say. At the accident, when the paramedics came, uh, they people were just trying to keep me down on the ground, just like don't what, don't get up, don't start walking, don't even talk. <laughs> just you're bleeding from your brain. And then when the paramedics arrived, they started getting a hold of me, and I started fighting them. 
Mike Braid was like just like cups? bite or flight. <laughs> oh my god! Biting the hat and that's feeding you. Yeah, oh, <laughs> just like shit. why are you touching me? And I started swinging. At them. Oh my god, dude! I bet that makes sense. Like I, I would do the same thing. And my fucking head's all you know, jumbly bumbly. That would be fucked yeah, up, man. Yeah. Shock. It just oh it dated me back to the Stone Age. They had to strap me to the gurney. Oof. God. And in the, the background, everyone's just like panicking, and they're all flabbergasted of what just happened, and they. And they're screaming, don't worry, don't worry. They're taking you to the hospital. And my retort was, I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> I got to take a piss. <laughs> you know what? You you had a traumatic brain injury, but that sounds exactly like the Eric I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't want to go to the hospital. Even in the midst of all that panic, I managed to get them to laugh <laughs> while they're hauling me off in the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit. God. But yeah, it was just a it was just a minor break in the waves because yeah, they got me into they got me into the ER, emergency surgery, cut my head open, stopped the swelling, stopped a blood clot that was forming. Ooh, yeah, yeah. damn, dude. And but successful operation nonetheless. Obviously, I'm I'm right here. He's telling the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just telling the story. And I was in the hospital for about three weeks, and yeah, the nurses would come in at random and. Ask me the questions. Do you know who you are? Do you know why you're here? Do you know who your husband is? Yeah. <laughs> they actually did that. They were like, Shawty would come in. Do you know who this uh, woman is? I said, I don't know her name, but I know that I love her. <laughs> did you really say that? I really said that. Damn. She can attest to that as well. <laughs> that is tragic and adorable at the same time. Yep. And I fucking love it. I mean, that is... I'm not gonna cry on the podcast, guys. Don't cry. I'm not gonna. I'm okay, sorry, we'll bring it back. I said to I wouldn't laugh. cry. We'll bring it back to laughter. One time when they asked me who I was, I actually said Luke Skywalker. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. hell yeah! And another instance, I said I was Ghibli. Oh, son of Gorn. <laughs> yeah. They're like, is he like a a D and D nerd or something? No. <laughs> actually, I don't think he's ever seen Lord of the Rings. Not once. <laughs> I am Gimli, son of glory. My axe! <laughs> oh, it was, it was really table. crazy, the fact that I woke up in the hospital. I don't remember coming to. I don't remember when I realized I was there or why I was there. I'm just like, uh, it just, they kept repeating it so until it like stuck to the brain pretty much. Mm. But it was a period of three weeks of having to learn how to brush my teeth again. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, you know... It is incredible because you still have your musical wherewithal and everything. You still have all your knowledge. You I know. know? That, but you that had took to me a minute. Brush your teeth. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, um, when you came back to knowing who Shawnee was, was it like kind of learning who Shawnee was? Or was it like just a, a sudden realization one day? I, I honestly don't remember. Huh? Like, that, that's the thing. There are two weeks of which my brain is completely white. Dude, like I don't even remember the day of the accident. I don't remember what I was doing that day. Furiously masturbating, apparently. Furiously masturbating. (laughs) Intently masturbating. But at least I remembered how to do that. (laughs) I have to take a piss. (laughs) God damn. And Uh, I actually had to ask, did I wet myself on the way to the hospital? No, you were dry. But they did have to get rid of my shorts. (laughs) <laughs> well, that makes sense. Is the poo poo? Yeah. Did poop? You poo poo? Did you make boom boom? <laughs> Did you poo poo? <laughs> Actually, I came. Oh, oh, oh your head hit the ground, and you're like, oh, oh god, yeah, oh, fuck, Let's best do it again. orgasm ever. 
best <laughs> orgasm ever. ever. It's actually, it's actually the, uh, it's actually uh, a funk band it? you play in. It is a funk band to play. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Protocol. It's protocol for the hospital. It's just like they gotta undress you to throw and I was away your shorts. Shorts and a belt, so they just snipped it off. Oh <laughs> fuck, dude, those were good shorts. I know. <laughs> oh, no. oh, shorts shit. were so good, you could die in them. Yes. Well, uh, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, well, you know, shout out to Shawnee. She's a real trooper. Oh, Probably yeah. one of the best people I've ever known. So it's amazing that she stuck with you and, you know, showed you the way of learning how to brush your teeth and poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she taught you how to wipe your ass again. And you said, Thanks. yes, she's an iron lady. <laughs> She's scourged in iron. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's that. But she's also probably one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. And that's... Of course she is. It's amazing. Indeed. Um, So any other fun during the pandemic besides almost dying? (laughs) Well, it was was like a 28 days later moment for me when I come out of the hospital. And it's like, oh. (laughs) Oh, it really is. Because you're like, oh, fuck a pandemic. Oh, shit. March 14th. That's right before they did the lockdown. Holy shit. Yep. God damn, you really did have a 28 days later moment. It really did. That's fucking heavy. You're like, wait, what the fuck is a going guy on in here? China ate a bat and now everyone's dying. That was like the first thought that went through my head. I was like, oh man, I missed all these shows. I missed Wisdom and Chains. I missed fucking Show Me the Body and Code Orange. And it's like, nope, those were all canceled. And Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Why? I was so fucking mad when Mayhem canceled. That I bought was a- the. Uh, that was the day I had the accident. I was supposed to be at that show. I was supposed to be watching Mayhem, but no. <laughs> I had to break my brain. Wear a helmet, kids. <laughs> yeah, seriously, wear a fucking helmet. Because you don't want to go through this shit again. I'd sooner go through uh, getting Corona again. Again. Oh, which you did get. You've got Corona. Get. You had it. I did have it. I don't know where. I don't know how. But Johnny contracted it. She's assuming that it came from, uh, she chopped it up to two reasons. One, it could have been from a client that mm. didn't know that she, they had it when she was doing her nails, or it could, she could have caught it from visiting the bar, you know, in bars, people don't wear masks. That's true. They just don't. Nope. Dude, so, I wear my mask way too, like if I go to the bar, it's, I'm masked up the whole time because uh, I might be a pussy, but I'm fucking scared, man. I'm a vocalist. I don't want to yeah. fucking lose my voice yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. People are doing that. Fuck, I've been wearing a gas mask almost 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. I got an ex-military gas mask, a strap on, and wear out to the store. I'm like, all right, go to the store, go and get a drink, put I, a fucking gas mask on. I know oh, you were talking sticks. about the gas mask, but I heard strap on in there. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, hold on, I'm going to put my strap stopped. on real quick. It's a, it's a gas mask with a strap on on the inward On the level, filter. So you can... There you go. It's right inside. I know. I gotta have that penetration, man. <laughs> oh, I know. I gave it to him. <laughs> That's one way to make a gas mask an ass mask. There you go. <laughs> ass mask. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. It's a good thing you can't smell through the fucker. So, God damn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what it was mostly doing through the uh, Corona thing, it was just recovering. I wasn't working. I wasn't, I wasn't even really doing anything. I was barely writing. I was barely able to do anything. I was just focusing on like, when I was going to get insurance. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just a. Uh, I was putting a lot of energy into looking for insurance just in case there were some other things that were going to come about. One of which being a prescription I got to take because I did suffer some actual brain damage. 
Drain Bama Mamage? Yeah. Drain oh. the damn Bama Mamage. Bama Lamb, whoa, Black Betty. Bama Lamb, whoa, Black Betty. Brain damage. <laughs> Bama Lamb, damage. <laughs> it was a... Yeah, and the neurologist, they took an MRI of my brain, and he showed me the, the x-ray. I was like, yeah, you see this little gray area right here? That is where brain cells used to be. Used to be. Yeah, <laughs> they're gone. They're not coming back. They are just gone. And, and unfortunately, you've forgotten your mother. <laughs> my who? <laughs> <laughs> my who? You've also forgotten the word, mother. What? My, my her? Butter. <laughs> Muta. Muta. <laughs> Sorry, I got to. What it was. But it happened to be in the part of my brain that controls epilepsy. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh boy! So, so you literally got epilepsy from skateboarding? Not necessarily, because Damn. as the neurologist puts it, it's pretty interesting. I am at risk of being a full-on epileptic, but they got me on these prescription, which uh, helps control the brain uh, for convulsions, pretty much. But they said, like, if you go two years without having any seizures. If you go two years with that, we can start to wean you off the pills. Then you're considered safe. It's just a way of conditioning the brain to like uh, to be able to function without those cells that are lost now. So that's what I'm in the middle of doing right now. So come June, pretty much, I will be one year in. I will be halfway, and I'll stop after shilling out more, more fucking money. To the fucking pharmaceutical corporation, god and damn bastards. it, god damn it! Those goddamn drug dealers keeping us legal drug dealers, god legal damn drug it. dealers. I, swear to god, I was this close. I was this close to look at how I could sc- score it as contraband, right? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, right um. So, Ethan, how has your pandemic been? What you been up to? Uh, other than not being able to practice. I mean, we didn't really have a jam space until recently, but uh, DTM man, yeah, mm. downtown music, fucking coolest place on earth. So you got one now, you? You're yeah, downtown? we're actually gonna be yeah. going there and practicing right after this. And this will be the first yes, time sir. I've been there. We've been paying on like two months. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn, that's you're awesome. in for a treat. It's fucking rad. I'm oh. sure you've been there a million. Oh, times. Oh, I've though. I've been to that place. Fucking oh god, how many times? Fuck, since the underground was there too. Shit, shit. I pretty basically lived there. Then hanging out Scatter's room? Shit. I just went to... I have never been in the same room like three times, I swear to God. Like, I... Like, I've had friends that rehearse there. I've never had a room there. We always try to, you know... um, We try not to have to pay for our space. I mean, we're paying for it now, but, you know, that's beside the point. Um, uh, We tried before to not have to pay for a space, and... But all my friends had them, so I was always at Downtown Music anyway, so I know the place like the back of my hand and still get lost. <laughs> you know oh, dude, mean? yeah. It's like almost like, like a maze sometimes, especially uh, when you're drunk. Oh, fuck oh. yeah. Oh, when I'm there, dude. I'm usually drunk. Because, uh, you know, it's Downtown Music. If someone in a room is drinking, there's a good chance they will lean out in the hall and invite you in. Oh, you oh dude, that's it. happened to me so many times, dude. Oh, yeah. People, that's the thing uh, about the Utah scene is I've, I've talked about it's uh, very nice. Uh, we've got a whole lot of talent that people just aren't aware of, I think. And not only that, but everybody is like super nice, super oh, yeah. welcoming. In the, and the, and you know, it's, and it's funny. It's like, um, not to shit on DTM, but the owners, man, they don't like to take care of that place. And it's usually the people there who rent the space that has to do most of like, the work to make sure they're 
their equipment don't get damaged from like when the roof mm-hmm. rains or yeah, fucking man, people was... breaking in and stealing shit. When the roof rains, that is a special thing you can't say about every single establishment for so long. Yeah. Uh, what else you've been doing personally on the just fucking working and uh, playing video games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all right. Ba- so basically. The uh, the pandemic has turned you all into gamers. Oh, I mean, that's never I that's never changed. But I mean, it's it's escalated to. Uh, I, wa- I don't want to say problematic, but I like it. Are you kidding me? You had an <laughs> NES, you had an NES at the beginning of this, and now I see you wearing Turtle Beach headphones, motherfucker. You have made a progression. <laughs> you have made a jump. <laughs> like there is a difference. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like you know everybody's having i mean not too bad of a time besides eric who almost died twice yeah god damn it stop dying yeah because you're like just stop it. we love you obviously if you watch that um live video we did before this like half of the thing we're talking about how much we love eric oh fuck yeah and everyone just being like he's my boyfriend no he's my boyfriend like that is really <laughs> what it's like being eric in the scene these days and it's fantastic um oh. so we're about to get to and I can't believe it took this long. This is the longest it's ever taken to get to this segment. But um, we are going to get to the hot seat questions, which I keep changing the name of, but these are the hot seat questions. These are the hard questions. The questions. These are the shit seat questions. Yes. <laughs> these are the questions do everyone I, Do I need to be to hard to take these hard questions? Preferably. You don't need to be hard, okay. but you can be. Okay. So okay. I hope you guys are ready for the hot seat questions. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so eric me. On, on ye old facebook i see that you have the subtitle in your name of yard sale <laughs> i wanted to know uh is that to tell people where you got your clothes and equipment or is that <laughs> have any kind of deeper meaning it's where i came from <laughs> so shawnee one day picked up a baby at a yard sale and was like i shall raise him as my own and i will name him eric <laughs> it's the name of my this birth baby place. man <laughs> yard sale is your birthplace uh i love it's, it okay it's uh, funny there's just like a pregnant lady at a yard sale looking at baby clothes and then all of a sudden oh shit i'm in labor some, no time oh, for an ambulance. I'm giving birth to your drop driveway. It, just drop him in this bucket and then this driveway and put a sign on him. Just she just right into the box Hell of yeah. clothes. I caught him in the bucket. I love it. <laughs> Safe. Oh, that's amazing. So where does yard sale come from? Tell yard me. sale is a term that's used in skier culture. It's a. Uh, I have some of those beers in my fridge. <sighs> But yeah, you, actually, you know the picture that is on the yard sale? Yes, yeah. That is a yard sale. Just it's getting like, your shit wrecked? Pretty much. Which is <laughs> great, because we just talked about for a half a goddamn hour about how you wrecked your own shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's skis or skateboarding. He's yeah. gonna get your shit. Sh- yeah. He's check. gonna get hurt. They call it a yard sale, because when you like... Uh, it's when you hit a patch of snow and you fly forward. You're going so fucking fast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, once again, didn't skip a beat. Carry on. All the burps are coming now. But it's when you like lose your skis, you lose your poles, you lose your hat, your goggles, your glove, <laughs> your, your underwear, leg, whatever. <laughs> it's uh, that is all strewed about in the plane. And it looks like you're just setting up for a yard sale. Okay. I like it. I love it. Uh, I want so, yeah. some more of it. Oh, yeah. I could get get some more of it. The problem is I become a somewhat better skier. Oh, 
well, that's good. <laughs> but uh, back at the time where I French was just... fries and pizza. That's all I know about skiing. Yeah. <laughs> True. That is what I know, and I think I learned it from South Park. Yeah. I, to be I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, two South of Park. my favorite foods. Oh, oh hands Dude, that's down. weird. This is the United States of America, sir. That is everyone's favorite foods. Indeed. Right. <laughs> um, all right. But at the same time, too. I, saw, I swear to God, I saw a pizza over in Italy. It was a frozen pizza, you know, you buy it and bake it. And they it was freeze them there? I thought they I thought I thought like Italians just like burped them up or shit them out or something. Oh, you think so? Actually, they, that's what Actually um, they do, but then Italians... they found a way to capitalize on that. So they're <laughs> selling their vomit. Selling our feces. <laughs> it's delicious. But there literally mm. is a pizza over there that has french fries as toppings Ooh. and you can buy it in the supermarket. Is it called the Americana? It's not delivery. It's a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I expected this shit over in the U.S., but no, yeah, I had real. to go to Italy. They're a step ahead of us. Do you dip it in ranch or ketchup? Oh, God, I just thought about it. Ugh, that'd be bad. Actually, fries and uh, ranch ain't so bad. I'm I've done fries and you. ranch. You're anti-ranch. Yeah. Get only, out of here. This will, is an American household. I will only household. have it with my, with my veggies. That is it. What, did you vote Donald Trump, you traitor? This is America. We all love ranch. Uh, he's a supporter of the Ranch Davidians. Yes. Ah, oh, the Ranch Davidians. <laughs> Always bringing a division to the world. <laughs> it was a bunch of ranchers who were protesting, and then the National Guard came in and shot them all. Yeah, they're just outside the Pentagon like, blue cheese is better. Blue cheese is better. <laughs> Fuck that ranch. Man, I love you guys' chants. They're so catchy. That's what my that's what my dad says. Every time I, he eats a salad, he's just like, blue cheese, put it on. Oh, I fucking hate blue cheese. I love blue <laughs> cheese on my wings, motherfucker. Mmm. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I can't do it. I fucking hate blue cheese. I, no, I can't it. do blue cheese either, man. I, that, do, that'll kill me, man. It is good on the wings, but fucking, if I'll you do have that shit in a salad, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'll agree. It's got a... Um, a slight foot taste. So, uh, you know, foot honest. taste. Oh, oh yeah. I'm coming up with the funnies now. I like it. Now it we're really does rolling. taste like an ass ate a foot and shed it out. Only, <laughs> yeah. uh, what are we? Fifty minutes in, and we're starting to get the hang of it. I love it. It's gonna be a five-hour <laughs> podcast. We're, we're slow learners and burners. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, I know you both are slow learners, but I know the burner right here, Ethan, is next to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, more hot seat questions. Tyler, yes, you used to sing for a band called Power Beer. Ah, uh, yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. Now, did you leave and start playing for Anonymous because it was something a bit easier for you, something you could actually do? No, um, I, it was actually a really, really bittersweet thing leaving the Power Beer. Um, unfortunate event happened, um, but I still love the guys. You know, they're all good people. Um, just because I don't want to eat at their table doesn't mean I don't want to seem starve. You know. But uh man no. that was deep that was cute I <laughs> yeah. like it yeah but uh no that was the power beer was a was a was a big part of my life you know like you do have a tattoo yeah, of power yeah, on beer. on tour man uh, out in Fresno I got this cuz uh I actually got some shit for it too cuz uh bassist Preston yeah he was getting a little on my case a little bit because we had a show to play there at seven and uh, it was like maybe five o'clock we were sitting at a bar all day cuz we got there a little early it's like okay I'm gonna go check out this antique shop and me and me and Crystal from Shortfuse, you know, he was our roadie with us, and uh, we went to a tattoo shop. I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck it. We're on tour. Gonna get a fucking tattoo of my band, you know? And do I regret it? Fuck no, because it was a great part of my life. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Man, you took that question really great. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it was real hard for a while, because uh, I felt like I just 
my heart got ripped out of my chest, you know, cause like, but you know, I did, I had to do it, mm-hmm. but, uh, I won't mention really why it was just an unfortunate event that happened that, uh, I don't blame no one for, um, just bad all around for me and the person involved, but you know what? They're really good guys. And I'm really excited to hear that they got another vocalist and they're gonna do something. Cause I want to hear the next record, you know? Same dude. I, I seriously, I love that first power beer. Yeah, it was, uh, that it was, was all great. written from the soul, man. Like, yeah, uh, I love drinking too, man. Like, hell you know, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, buddy. And like, I love, uh, in your vocals. I still, it's the part that stuck in my head is on that song. You go power beer. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. just got this mean ass. Oh, are you talking about power beer? The intro song with yeah. the news clip in the beginning. Yeah. Exactly so that, that. that power beer. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, like way gnarlier than anything I will ever scream. So hell yeah. Man, pe- people still to this day, man, like send me messages, like ask, still asking me for like CDs. I'm like, Hey guys, you're going to have to contact the page. You know, like I, I have no control of that now. Like I still have a ridiculous amount of merch that I made, like still sitting on like patches and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll mail them out to people every now and again. Like you s- still support the band, man, here. I'll fucking give it to you for free, you know? Nice. Like it's, it's, it was a bittersweet, bittersweet thing, you know, but like the time being in there, man, we did some good shit. We played with the vibrators twice. Mm-hmm. We played it up the punks fest. Fucking Ooh. fuck it. Oh, dude, it was, it was fun, man. Um, played with, uh, total chaos, man. Ooh. That total chaos stayed at my house. Ooh. Yeah, man. I was sitting there looking at, looking at Rob from fucking total chaos. Like, oh, those look like he's a fucking giant. And I'm like <laughs> a midge looking at him like, dude, I've been listening to you since I was a kid. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're in my house staying the night here for a show tomorrow? <laughs> what? That's the coolest shit. I mean, oh, it's yeah. nice to see that punks are still broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ethan. Drum roll, please. Um, this question really is, I kind of lazed my way through this one, but I think you're going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're pretty interesting. I just, you know, I don't know what you're like sober. So, you know, that's weird. Um, so (laughs) I'm always roughly the same. Um, I saw on, because I just kind of go creep on people to get these questions to put together. I creeped on your Facebook and I saw that you, did the 10 albums that influenced you, and one of them was Scream, Aim, and Fire. Oh, yeah. By that was Bullet for my, that was my fucking soundtrack to play Call of Duty Zombies. Just <laughs> listen to the whole thing, playing through the rounds. Right on. Um, so my question is... Um, have been I haven't listened to them in a while, though, and you get back into them. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you make such a hard-hitting, passionate, and honest EP while having such crappy music taste in corporate garbage? <laughs> you know... <laughs> When did I post that? <laughs> oh, dude. Damn. You fucking go, dropped a new He took all the shit. best parts. <laughs> it took a lot of albums to get all the best parts. <laughs> Honestly, I really do like that album. I just really wanted to ask that question. So really, like, what... what you influ- Everyone influences a, a record when they get on it. You know, what, what influence did you have over the anonymous uh, demos, at least? Well... I don't know, man. My, my one of my good buddies, Jamin, he got me into them like forever ago. This was like right after my disturbed phase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was just something different from uh, like the normal shit people listen to. Like, I love Slayer Get, and everything, getting into but, music, you know, mm-hmm. like getting Slayer. into music phase. Yeah, yeah, it, it really kind of gave me a jump start into more of this underground. 
hardcore stuff, I guess. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, this heavy. Just always looking music. for something heavier and, or something different. Like I said, and, I do have a good respect for that band. Um, their recent albums yeah, don't have, rock. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I it's amazing what kind of things we pull from our influences and, and stuff. Which brings me to the next point is I... In the sound of anonymous, the sound, the song, the bit, the bit, the bit, the That's awful, folks. The record, the record, the demo opens with "Defined by Blood," and it's heavy. It sounds like it sounds like you're a metal band from the get, and then you come in with that punk rock shit, and Jesus Christ, I'm not expecting it. You know, I I feel like you guys are more punk rock than heavy metal. But you definitely have heavy, heavy influences in metal, and I, I love it. It's a great marriage for anybody that's into both of those things. Just be aware that it does lean towards the uh, punk side, but your vocals, Eric, are something different. You know what I mean? Like, And that's not to be rude or anything. Like, straight up, your vocals are different, more different than anything I've heard, well, at least when that came out, you know? <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. You know, you capture like four very distinct styles within what is this, like a 20 minute goddamn demo? About, yeah. About 20, that. It's amazing. 25. Each yeah, song's you know? really long. It's like a podium song, man. It goes on and on and on and on. You gotta love it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, you got one song that's a minute and a half, Hunter, you know? Yeah. Um, Fox Hunter and Halo Header. Yeah. Shorts yeah. ones. <laughs> Those are, yeah, Fox Hunter's fucking. I was amazed. I was like, yeah, yeah, the song rules. And then it was over. <laughs> God damn it. Why? Um, so do you guys on at least this demo have a favorite song that you've written or um, I'd say abandoned. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say abandoned. Yeah. I mean, maybe because that's like the most challenging song for me, but it's like in that song, I do nothing but like bass chords. It's like, I play bass, like, like a guitar, you know, I, I play mostly with chords and distortion on my bass and, I have a permanent distortion chip soldered. I put in my bass. So like when plug it in, that's nothing but distortion, you know? Cool. And playing in that deep, deep tuning, we play in my, oh, fuck. It's just, it's right. Playing with chords on a bass to, along with the guitar, like playing guitar tracks with the bass, it just, it makes that, it's more of a fucking punch in your face, you know? Makes it twice as heavy. Yeah. Which is funny because all the, all the songs of this demo tape, they're of, they're of my creation. Yeah, your creation, yeah. yeah, no, yeah he been... wrote all of them. Yeah, basically. Congratulations. Thank you. And I and I got more that I'm sitting on. I got a whole LP written out. Like it has been written out for Ooh, some time. Girl. Yeah. Now the stage two, which is the longest stage, is uh teaching them to all respective members, which well, is something yeah. I've been doing from the start. But uh but yeah, the the idea was like uh some of the songs came as a came as like, oh, I'm going to write it for this current band I'm in. But a lot of the bands that I was in, they were they only existed on five, maybe six tracks, and then they broke up. Mm. So I'm like, well, I'm sitting on all this material. I'm just going to recycle it back into my own creation. And songs like Between Struggle and Abuse and Anonymous and Defined by Blood. Why did I say Anonymous? Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Abandoned. That was It was Between Struggle and Abuse. That was... 
It's a long title, so no wonder it's slipped. I will say uh, Between Struggle and Abuse is my favorite. Fast one. That one, yeah. That one really yeah. twisted my nipples. You know what I mean? <laughs> that one made that me fucking intent. hard. It was good, dude. You it's- know what's funny is about that song, when we were in the studio recording that, I went through two two guitar picks um, on my bass because I shredded them down. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, That's good shit. You were so into it, man. Oh, I dude, it. it's nuts. Like, Because I, I like to play with thin picks, you know? But like, cause it just adds that twang. And also, when you're playing a source, you just, <clears throat> you know? Mm-hmm. But fuck it. I just shredded through picks doing that. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Um it's a yeah, it's a riff heavy song. <laughs> oh dude, you guys see that's the thing about this little demo here is you put it on and I have had this in my stereo for shit however long ago you gave it to me. Um it hasn't I have only like maybe 20 30 tapes something in there. I don't know. This little suitcase in there full of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, but this one has been in my tape player for months because I will just turn on my uh, stereo, hit play, forget that this shit's in there and be like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's one of those that you kind of have to finish. You know, you're like, I want to hear the end of this. I want to know what happens next. It's like a really good book, I guess. But it's ridiculous. I think seriously, um, Anonymous is a great name. Don't get me wrong, but it is totally wrong for you guys because Everyone should know who you are. This music <laughs> is so good. Like, it gives me hope. You know what I mean? That's what I tell A people. A new hope. Oh. oh. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me, Mouse. I think the Utah scene has a lot to offer. We got a lot of originality. We got a lot of talent. These songs on this demo... Give me hope that your next record is going to be so big that the world knows you after this. That would be. It's I, I, I so will, fucking I will, good. I will honestly, willingly poop my pants. <laughs> I will come blood. I'll nice. poop your pants. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so there's that. I just want everyone to know my true feelings about Anonymous because I just had to take five minutes to shit on them. <laughs> uh, I had more more rude questions for your other two members, but I don't know how to word them to give them to you guys. So... Maybe. Wait, you can try. <laughs> so once you guys realized that um, Rissa was the most talented member of the band, why did you all decide to stay? <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because she needed us. <laughs> <laughs> little cocky, little cocky. Oh, man, that's a little harsh. There is there is actual truth in that because Rissa is a rarity. You know how it's like when you're uh, starting a band and it's a bitch and a half to find a drummer, and the ones that always you find, is yeah the ones that you it's find always are the like drummers six man. other projects. Oh yeah, they're a rarity. Yeah, Rissa not only was the first member to be recruited into Anonymous, but she was also one of those gems in that she was a drummer looking for a band. So I'm like, okay, you're part of mine. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah, dude. That's amazing. You know, the, a drummer looking for a band is one of those things you just didn't need to jump on. Not only you didn't know that she was going to be that talented, but you jumped on it anyway. Fuck yeah, get her. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's very important to take seize opportunities when you see them, which I try to do far too often. So I end up very sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
So yeah, in a way, she does need us. She needs a band. She yeah. was bandless for such a long time, and she was just sitting in sitting in her jam space, just getting all of her techniques down and everything like that. But she had nothing to show for it. Well, yeah. now she, she does. Yeah, anymore. now she's on a fucking demo. And if you yeah. listen to this demo, there is some real good shit in here. There's some real fun things, drums wise. I love it. Yeah. Um. So and we're still working on them, <laughs> and there's gonna be more. There's there's more coming from Anonymous, my friends. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, you're another member, DK, the other guitarist. Yes. Um, I know him to know and to be an avid fan of America's team, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. But I have to wonder, do you think his obsession, do you think his, you know, need to know and keep up and, you know, get his uh, head in there, do you think that's just to ignore the fact that nobody wants to listen to your music, or (laughs) is there more to it? (laughs) Well, in a way, sure. (laughs) We all need something to numb the pain, don't we? (laughs) You know, I say these things in jest but seriously it's sad how people avoid the heavy underground scene they only want the heavy stuff that's mainstream and yeah that's that's already been known for 10 20 30 years you know exactly and if you're not seeing bands like anonymous you'll never know how really good they are like these (sighs) bands don't come around all day every day you know there's like 40 bands in a scene and maybe only 10 of them are fucking really talented yeah. and really doing something that will change the landscape of music which i think you guys are doing you know um i just i want to encourage people to go to shows as soon as that does open up oh yeah you know? yeah and i feel I like when it wait, when it finally when the band finally lifts you know like when when everything's all said and done and everybody's able to go back to normal life the first shows for the first month are going to be gnarly dude like shit's oh, yeah. gonna ridiculous re- it's, it's gonna be like oh, a yeah. who killed spiky jacket show every show mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. fireworks going off in the pits people yeah, riding yeah. garbage cans in a fucking <laughs> yeah. you know climbing on light fixtures getting kicked out of venues it's gonna be crazy man i know it's gonna, i'll bring the fireworks <laughs> it's gonna be like how people wished hardcore was in the old days oh yeah well we're gonna have a fucking taste of that when shit starts opening oh. up <laughs> Oh, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. Um, Yeah. So, guys, everybody listening, please, 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 please go check out some underground bands. You know, seek them out. You know, if you you know somebody that's really in tune with the underground, ask them what their favorite underground band is or find out who their favorite local is. Because bands like Anonymous slip through the cracks way too often and people don't hear about them. People need to know about Anonymous. <laughs> Straight up. This music is so fucking good. It's ridiculous. Once again, you can get it on Bandcamp. You can order them a CD through them. I think Facebook, you can do that, right? Or it's got links, right? Yeah, there yeah, is. Something like that there. Yeah, there are links for uh, streaming. We're on all the streaming platforms. Oh, and. Spotify um, and Apple Music. And I believe we're on YouTube as well. You're yep. on Spotify and Apple yeah, Music? On... Yeah, we are. Oh, man, I couldn't find you. Uh, I know. It's a, type in anonymous, anonymous SLC. SLC. Yeah. Anonymous SLC. Yeah. Okay. Well, this, I wish I had known that because I would have been listening to you on there this whole time. Um, it's to, yeah, it's to kind of uh, set us apart from other artists named Anonymous, as yeah. well as our first ever recorded between struggle and abuse that I 
would like to further say, eh, just keep it away from us. The point is, <laughs> he really wants you to hear it, so seek it out. I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, seriously, support bands like this. Even if you don't, you know, you listen to Anonymous, you don't like them. That doesn't mean you're not going to like something that's in the underground. It doesn't mean you're not going to find your bliss. But, uh, you know, you find great things like that in the underground. And people should really seek it out because, you know... All we have is like a series of moments. And even if you get a moment like that, you go stumble across an underground show and you feel that. You're going to remember it for the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I remember I went to a Power Beer show, their uh, tour kickoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was a good one. At the Beehive. Yeah. And man, I won't forget that show ever. It was a fantastic yeah, I think that to the va- face. I think that venue was packed, man. It, it like, was. It like, was. Uh, we, uh, we fucking, I remember like, uh, like Lee, like when the show was done and we were ready to hit the road, man. We made twelve hundred dollars that night. Twelve Jeez. at a fucking punk show. Hell like, yeah! Hell like yeah. we almost sold out of merch. Fucking That's people beautiful. fucking went crazy, man. And I remember short fuse. <clears> you're <up> welcome. <laughs> Didn't you almost blind yourself at that show? Um, I don't. Well, I know what I did at the show. I got really drunk in the alleyway behind because that that was usually my thing at power beer shows. Like before we played, I would get really drunk. And then go on there and do see crazy shit like wow but, you and every other punk artist yeah ever. right but uh, <laughs> except um, for Ian and this this is one How thing original um boys from Power Beer they used to get mad at me used to call me Gigi Allen as a joke because um <laughs> I would hold your would, dick out and shit on the stage not that much but <laughs> I used to take the microphone like I still have my old microphone I'd bash it against my face get some blood going like I remember on that show the tour kickoff I smashed my face into the podium a bunch of times and they got a little mad at me after the show for that but. People in the crowd were going fucking nuts, and it was funny because like I found out my mom is in the is in the crowd at that show in the back, like fucking Tyler, stop doing that shit, you fucking son of a bitch. And uh, you just called yourself a bitch, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, that was that was nuts, man. Like I could not believe like that people loved us that much Hell yeah. because like we almost sold out of merch. We had to get more merch like to bring on the road with us for that. That's amazing. Yeah, I I love it when. Uh, underground bands get that kind of love and power beer definitely is one of those bands. oh yeah let's hope their next shit is just as successful because oh, they're fantastic um so if, look- if for any reason like if you're the person squandering around trying to find that band just uh just think of it as like this could be the band that you saw back in the yeah, day for real oh, before yeah. they got your own big. bragging yeah. rights for that oh yeah. yeah and you can get bragging rights like i saw the misfits when they were nothing i saw metallica when they played their first show exactly. you know what i mean what if that band comes around and you want to be able to say i saw ass eats foot before <laughs> they were big we played Which, one show i know <laughs> at show Despite the fact that we have five live albums. <laughs> five live albums. <laughs> the future of Anonymous. What do you guys have planned on the horizon? I'm here for the ride. <laughs> the ride. Whoa. Which means he's here just for the sex. Cue the white noise. <laughs> well, we have two songs that aren't on well, the Well, thanks. That's going to be a beauty to edit later. <laughs> Okay, that was a good lead. In. Say it again, Ethan. Well, we don't. We have two songs that aren't on the EP that we're just uh, kind of freshening up and locking down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to release those as singles, or are those going on an album? Uh, they will be going on an album. Pretty mm. much right now, four of the five songs on that demo are being repeated on the album, along with the two that we have now and. 
the X amount I have left. <laughs> There's little well, fun. little nicks and crannies we're working on the songs in the yeah. EP that we're changing. Yeah, yeah. trying out new uh, new drum parts, seeing how it can. Because uh, when I listen to my own music, I listen with my my critical Dick. mind, oh. and I'm just thinking, ah, oh, this could have been done better. We could have uh, done this. This would have sounded cooler, etc. You know? Oh yeah, I feel you. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing now with the uh, practice sessions going on. Mm. I'm just like, okay, let's uh, let's try it this way. Let's see if this can actually make a make the riff stand out a little bit more. Oh yeah. yeah. I could sit here for hours and bore everyone to death about that, but oh yeah, I, I dude, I think every single person who's ever recorded music could do that and sit yeah. there and pick apart their own shit and be like, "Oh, this gonna oh, be done better." Yeah. Fuck if I had just held that for like another second, <laughs> like just for like an even like a fraction of a second, you know? Uh, it can even be the like, biggest narcissist can f- still find something wrong with their EP. Oh yeah, they're oh, yeah. like, I mean, I'm perfect on it, but yes, you know, it's fucking stupid. Anyways. It makes sense. I get it, you know. Yeah. But uh, so you've got a whole album, a full LP. Do you, when do you expect to be ready with that? Uh, sometime within this decade. Um, Split it out. So we are <laughs> at the end of the show. Uh, everyone's done their plugs except for me. You know, you know me. I'm Des Troy on everything. Desengaged. Desengaged nine. Um, we're at Salt City CP on Instagram. And, you know, iTunes, Spotify, clearly if you're listening, you found where to listen to it, so you don't need help with that anymore. But we'll be on this same platform that you found us on, so take comfort in that. Okay, guys, you figured it out, you did it, and now I'm just rambling on, because it's fun. So, anyone want to say, like, do you have your, uh, I remember you had a fun catchphrase at the beginning. If you want to say your catchphrase and a little goodbye to the people deuces dude have a good one <laughs> all right eric to all the vocalists out there make sure you lick your mic mm. and don't bash it against your face like i did mike is the yeah, guitarist don't, yeah don't <laughs> don't do that they'll, they'll but break. lick it just show it that you have lick a relationship with there mm-hmm. and if it's a good mic if it's a good mic you won't get you won't contract any diseases probably still will <laughs> just saying Ethan, you want to say a little goodbye? Peace out. Bernice Stout. Uh, <laughs> I have been and will continue to be Des Troy as long as you guys keep listening. Actually, long after you stop listening like you did with the first season, I'll still be doing this. So um, <laughs> please check out the next episode. The next interview episode, I believe, after this will actually be Power Beer. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I actually just scheduled that yesterday, so that's kind nice. of convenient. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to have Power Beer next on that. Uh, don't forget Circle Pit Radio and this week's review episode, which is the next episode this month. Have a good night, everybody, or good day, or whenever the fuck you're listening to my voice. I love you all, and don't forget to hail Lemmy. Bye. 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 Hail Lemmy.
barely Bonnie's big, bloody, beautiful Bob Black, big booty, booby, <laughs> booty, bitchin', booby, booby bitches, man, Benoodle, Barber, Berry, Branch, boop, Beaver, Bisexual, Biblical, Bison, Binary, Biceps, Bach, Boober, Biker, Beak, Bullock. <laughs> How many B words are we going to let you say? Pink, Bach, Bucket, Basket, Case, Brothel, Barber, Q, Board Game. <laughs> Four... <laughs> <laughs> Blind barking baboon bimbo blunt rolling bachelorettes bippity boppity booyah books for Boris. <laughs> so his name was Boris. God damn. Oh shit. Wow, well, that went away. I did not expect when Fuck. setting up that, but um, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> no, you turned red, man. Um, <laughs> that looked difficult, and I applaud you.